Chapter 2 of Answers to Prayer from George Muller's Narratives Edited by A. E. C. Brooks This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 2 The New Orphan Houses, Ashley Down A complaint having been received from a gentleman in October 1845 that some of the inhabitants of Wilson Street were inconvenienced by the orphan houses being in that street, Mr. Muller ultimately decided, for that and other reasons, after much prayerful meditation, to build an orphan house elsewhere, to accommodate three hundred children, and commenced to ask the Lord for means for so doing. January the 31st, 1846. It is now eighty-nine days since I have been daily waiting upon God about the building of an orphan house. The time seems to me now near when the Lord will give us a piece of ground, and I told the brethren and sisters so this evening, after our usual Saturday evening prayer meeting at the orphan houses. February the 1st. A poor widow sent to-day ten shillings. February the 2nd. Today I heard of suitable and cheap land on Ashley Down. February the 3rd. Saw the land. It is the most desirable of all I have seen. There was anonymously put in an orphan box at my house a sovereign, in a piece of paper on which was written, The New Orphan House. February the 4th. This evening I called on the owner of the land on Ashley Down, about which I had heard on the 2nd, but he was not at home. As I, however, had been informed that I should find him at his house of business, I went there, but did not find him there either as he had just before left. I might have called again at his residence at a later hour, having been informed by one of the servants that he would be sure to be at home about eight o'clock, but I did not do so, judging that there was the hand of God in my not finding him at either place, and I judged it best therefore not to force the matter, but to let patience have her perfect work. February the 5th I saw this morning the owner of the land. He told me that he awoke at three o'clock this morning, and could not sleep again till five. While he was thus lying awake, his mind was all the time occupied about the piece of land, respecting which inquiry had been made of him for the building of an orphan-house, at my request, and he determined that if I should apply for it, he would not only let me have it, but for a hundred and twenty pounds per acre, instead of two hundred pounds, the price which he had previously asked for it. How good is the Lord! The agreement was made this morning, and I purchased a field of nearly seven acres at a hundred and twenty pounds per acre. Observe the hand of God in my not finding the owner at home last evening. The Lord meant to speak to his servant first about this matter during a sleepless night, and to lead him fully to decide before I had seen him. BECAUSE OF HIS IMPORTUNITY November the 19th, 1846 I am now led more and more to importune the Lord to send me the means which are requisite in order that I may be able to commence the building. Because, one, it has been for some time past publicly stated in print that I allow it is not without ground that some of the inhabitants of Wilson Street consider themselves inconvenienced by the orphan-houses being in that street, 
and I long therefore to be able to remove the orphans from thence as soon as possible. 2. I became more and more convinced that it would be greatly for the benefit of the children, both physically and morally, with God's blessing, to be in such a position as they are intended to occupy when the new orphan-house should have been built. And 3. Because the number of very poor and destitute orphans that are waiting for admission is so great, and there are constantly fresh applications made. Now whilst, by God's grace, I would not wish the building to be begun one single day sooner than is his will, and whilst I firmly believe that he will give me in his own time every shilling which I need, yet I also know that he delights in being earnestly entreated, and that he takes pleasure in the continuance in prayer, and in the importuning him, which so clearly is to be seen from the parable of the widow and the unjust judge. Luke 18, verses 1 to 8. For these reasons, I gave myself again particularly to prayer last evening, that the Lord would send further means, being also especially led to do so, in addition to the above reasons, because there had come in but little comparatively since the twenty-ninth of last month. This morning, between five and six o'clock, I prayed again, among other points, about the building fund, and then had a long season for the reading of the word of God. In the course of my reading, I came to Mark 11, verse 24. What things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall receive them. The importance of the truth contained in this portion I have often felt and spoken about, but this morning I felt it again most particularly, and, applying it to the new orphan-house, said to the Lord, Lord, I believe that Thou wilt give me all I need for this work. I am sure that I shall have all, because I believe that I receive, in answer to my prayer. Thus, with my heart full of peace concerning this work, I went on to the other part of the chapter, and to the next chapter. After family prayer, I had again my usual season for prayer with regard to all the many parts of the work, and the various necessities thereof, asking also blessings upon my fellow labourers, upon the circulation of Bibles and tracts, and upon the precious souls in the adult school, the Sunday schools, the six-day schools, and the four orphan-houses. Amidst all the many things, I again made my requests about means for the building. And now observe, about five minutes after I had risen from my knees, there was given to me a registered letter, containing a cheque for three hundred pounds, of which two hundred and eighty pounds are for the building fund, ten for my own personal expenses, and ten pounds for Brother Craik. The Lord's holy name be praised for this precious encouragement, by which the building fund is now increased to more than six thousand pounds. Mr. Muller's First Orphan House January the 25th, 1847 The season of the year is now approaching when building may be begun. Therefore, with increased earnestness, I have given myself unto prayer, importuning the Lord that he would be pleased to appear on our behalf, and speedily send the remainder of the amount which is required. And I have increasingly of late felt that the time is drawing near when the Lord will give me all that which is requisite for commencing the building. 
All the various arguments which I have often brought before God, I brought also again this morning before Him. It is now fourteen months and three weeks since day by day I have uttered my petitions to God on behalf of this work. I rose from my knees this morning in full confidence, not only that God could, but also would send the means, and that soon. Never, during all these fourteen months and three weeks, have I had the least doubt that I should have all that which is requisite. And now, dear believing reader, rejoice and praise with me. About an hour after I had prayed thus, there was given to me the sum of two thousand pounds for the building fund. Thus I have received altogether nine thousand two hundred and eighty-five pounds, three shillings, and nine and a half pence, towards this work. I cannot describe the joy I had in God when I received this donation. It must be known from experience in order to be felt. Four hundred and forty-seven days I have had day by day to wait upon God, before the sum reached the above amount. How great is the blessing which the soul obtains by trusting in God and by waiting patiently! Is it not manifest how precious it is to carry on God's work in this way, even with regard to the obtaining of means? The total amount which came in for the building fund was fifteen thousand seven hundred and eighty-four pounds, eighteen shillings and tenpence. Orphan Houses Numbers 2 and 3 March the 12th, 1862 It was November 1850 that my mind became exercised about enlarging the orphan work, from 300 orphans to a 1,000, and subsequently to 1,150. And it was in June 1851 that this my purpose became known, having kept it secret for more than seven months, whilst day by day praying about it. From the end of November 1850 to this day, March the 12th, 1862, not one single day has been allowed to pass without this contemplated enlargement being brought before God in prayer, and generally more than once a day. But only now, this day, the new orphan house, number three, was so far advanced that it could be opened. Observe then first, esteemed reader, how long it may be before a full answer to our prayers, even to thousands and tens of thousands of prayers, is granted. Yea, though those prayers may be believing prayers, earnest prayers, and offered up in the name of the Lord Jesus, and though we may only for the sake of the honour of our Lord desire the answer, for I did, by the grace of God, without the least doubt and wavering, look for more than eleven years for the full answer, and I sought only, in this matter, the glory of God. Praying three times daily for helpers. As in the case of number two, so also in the case of the new orphan house number three, I had daily prayed for the needed helpers and assistants for the various departments. Before a stone was laid, I began to pray for this and as the building progressed, I continued day by day to bring this matter before God, feeling assured that, as in everything else, so in this particular also, He would graciously be pleased to appear on our behalf and help us, as the whole work is intended for His honour and glory. 
At last the time was near when the house could be opened, and the time therefore near when the applications which had been made in writing during more than two years previously should be considered for the filling up of the various posts. It now, however, was found that, whilst there had been about fifty applications made for the various situations, some places could not be filled up, because either the individuals who had applied for them were married, or were on examination found unsuitable. This was no small trial of faith, for day by day, for years, had I asked God to help me in this matter, even as he had done in the case of the new orphan-house number two. I had also expected help, confidently expected help, and yet now, when help seemed needed, it was wanting. What was now to be done, dear reader? Would it have been right to charge God with unfaithfulness? Would it have been right to distrust him? Would it have been right to say, it is useless to pray? By no means. This, on the contrary, I did. I thanked God for all the help he had given me, in connection with the whole of the enlargement. I thanked him for enabling me to overcome so many and such great difficulties. I thanked him for the helpers he had given me for number two. I thanked him also for the helpers he had given me already for number three. And instead of distrusting God, I looked upon this delay of the full answer to prayer only as a trial of faith, and therefore resolved that, instead of praying once a day with my dear wife about this matter, as we had been doing day by day for years, we should now meet daily three times to bring this before God. I also brought the matter before the whole staff of my helpers in the work requesting their prayers. Thus I have now continued for about four months longer in prayer, day by day calling upon God three times on account of this need, and the result has been that one helper after the other has been given, without the help coming too late, or the work getting into confusion, or the reception of the children being hindered, and I am fully assured that the few who are yet needed will also be found when they are really required. Difficulties removed after prayer and patience Mr. Muller relates the following incidents in connection with the purchase of the land for the fourth and fifth orphan houses, after receiving five thousand pounds for the building fund. I had now, through all that had come in since May the 26th, 1864, including this last-mentioned donation, about twenty-seven thousand pounds in hand. I had patiently waited God's time. I had determined to do nothing until I had the full half of the sum needed for the two houses. But now, having above two thousand pounds beyond the half, I felt, after again seeking counsel from God, quite happy in taking steps for the purchase of land. My eyes had been for years directed to a beautiful piece of land, only separated by the turnpike road from the ground on which the new orphan house number three is erected. The land is about eighteen acres, with a small house and outhouses built on one end thereof. Hundreds of times had I prayed within the last years that God, for Jesus' sake, would count me worthy to be allowed to erect on this ground two more orphan houses, and hundreds of times I had with a prayerful eye looked on this land, yea, as it were, bedewed it with my prayers. I might have bought it years ago, 
but that would have been going before the Lord. I had money enough in hand to have paid for it years ago, but I desired patiently, submissively, to wait God's own time, and for Him to mark it clearly and distinctly that His time was come, and that I took the step according to His will. For whatever I might apparently accomplish, if the work were mine and not the Lord's, I could expect no blessing. But now the Lord's mind was clearly and distinctly made manifest. I had enough money in hand to pay for the land and to build one house, and therefore I went forward, after having still asked the Lord for guidance, and being assured that it was His will I should take active steps. The first thing I did was to see the agent who acted for the owner of the land, and to ask him whether the land was for sale. He replied that it was, but that it was let till March the 25th, 1867. He said that he would write for the price. Here a great difficulty at once presented itself, that the land was let for two years and four months longer, whilst it appeared desirable that I should be able to take possession of it in about six months, viz. as soon as the conveyance could be made out, and the plans be ready for the new orphan-house number four, and arrangements be made with contractors. But I was not discouraged by this difficulty, for I expected, through prayer, to make happy and satisfactory arrangements with the tenant, being willing to give him a fair compensation for leaving before his time had expired. But before I had time to see about this, two other great difficulties presented themselves. The one was that the owner asked seven thousand pounds for the land, which I judged to be considerably more than its value, and the other that I heard that the Bristol Waterworks Company intended to make an additional reservoir for their water on this very land, and to get an act of Parliament passed to that effect. Pause here for a few moments, esteemed reader. You have seen how the Lord brought me so far, with regard to pecuniary means, that I felt now warranted to go forward, and I may further add that I was brought to this point as the result of thousands of times praying regarding this object, and that there were also many hundreds of children waiting for admission, and yet, after the Lord Himself so manifestly had appeared on our behalf, by the donation of five thousand pounds, he allows this apparent death-blow to come upon the whole. But thus I have found it hundreds of times since I have known the Lord. The difficulties which He is pleased to allow to arise are only allowed under such circumstances for the exercise of our faith and patience, and more prayer, more patience, and the exercise of faith will remove the difficulties. Now, as I knew the Lord, these difficulties were no insurmountable difficulties to me, for I put my trust in Him, according to that word, The Lord will also be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble, and they that know thy name will put their trust in thee, for thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. Psalm 9, verses 9 and 10 I gave myself, therefore, earnestly to prayer concerning all these three especial difficulties which had arisen regarding the land. I prayed several times daily about the matter, and used the following means. 1. 
I saw the acting committee of the directors of the Bristol Waterworks Company, regarding their intended reservoir on the land which I was about to purchase, and stated to them what I had seen in print concerning their intentions. They courteously stated to me that only a small portion of the land would be required, not enough to interfere with my purpose, and that, if it could be avoided, even this small portion should not be taken. 2. This being settled, I now saw the tenant, after many prayers, for I desired, as a Christian, that if this land were bought, it should be done under amicable circumstances with regard to him. At the first interview, I stated my intentions to him, at the same time expressing my desire that the matter should be settled pleasantly with regard to himself. He said that he would consider the matter, and desired a few days for that purpose. After a week I saw him again, and he then kindly stated that, as the land was wanted for such an object, he would not stand in the way, but that, as he had laid out a good deal on the house and land, he expected a compensation for leaving it before his time was up, as I, of course, was quite willing to give a fair and reasonable compensation, I consider this a very precious answer to prayer. 3. I now entered upon the third difficulty, the price of the land. I knew well how much the land was worth to the orphan institution, but its value to the institution was not the market value. I gave myself, therefore, day by day to prayer, that the Lord would constrain the owner to accept a considerably lower sum than he had asked. I also pointed out to him why it was not worth as much as he asked. At last he consented to take five thousand five hundred pounds, instead of seven thousand, and I accepted the offer, for I knew that by the level character of the land we should save a considerable sum for the two houses, and that by the new sewer, which only a few months before had been completed, running along under the turnpike road near the field, we should be considerably benefited. In addition to these two points, I had to take into the account that we can have gas from Bristol, as in the three houses already in operation. And lastly, the most important point of all, the nearness of this piece of land to the other three houses, so that all could easily be under the same direction and superintendence. In fact, no other piece of land, near or far off, would present so much advantage to us as this spot, which the Lord thus so very kindly had given to us. All being now settled, I proceeded to have the land conveyed to the same trustees who stood trustees for the new orphan houses numbers 1, 2 and 3. I have thus minutely dwelt on these various matters, for the encouragement of the reader, that he may not be discouraged by difficulties, however great and many and varied, but give himself to prayer, trusting in the Lord for help, yea, expecting help, which in his own time and way he will surely grant. Orphan Houses number 4 and 5 March the 5th, 1874 both houses, number four and number five, have now been for years in operation. Number four since November 1868, and number five since the beginning of the year 1870, and above twelve hundred orphans have been already received into them, and month after month more are received, as the orphans are sent out from them as apprentices or servants. Moreover, 
all the expenses in connection with their being built, fitted up and furnished, were met to the full as the demands arose, and after all had been paid there was left a balance of several thousand pounds, which is being used for keeping the houses in repair. See, esteemed reader, how abundantly God answered our prayers, and how plain it is that we were not mistaken after we had patiently and prayerfully sought to ascertain His will. Be encouraged, therefore, yet further and further, to confide in the living God. End of chapter 2